Amen. Can you hear me okay? All right. I hope the Lord can hear me, right? <laughs> he watches over us. His eye is towards us no matter what we do. You know, what's even frightening is he looks inside our heart and knows what we're going to say before we even say it. I'm going like, how do you do that? <laughs> he knows us so well, praise the Lord. You know, that's, you know, sometimes my wife and I are driving down the road, and I'll think a thought, and then she'll say it. I go like, what's happening here? <laughs> On one accord, amen? So we want to welcome everyone to the service today. It's good to see all of you. We especially want to welcome those that are here for the first time. So if you're here for the first time, raise your hand up real big and strong. And amen. We've got a brother over here, lady in the back, a lady on the side. We already, we already gave them their gifts, their little gift bag. I mean, how many times do people come to church and get a prize? Amen. That's really good. Speaking of prizes, we had 45 men at the church yesterday. 45 men. And they were excited to be in church. Amen. Isn't that good news? Amen. And, uh, but I, I told the pastor, because we combined with another church, I said, this is, uh, you guys were invaders. You came in, you ate all of our food, you won all of our prizes, and we just sat there and went, okay, well, God bless you all. <laughs> Don't come back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, in that, in that packet, visitor's packet, there's a yellow card. If you could fill it out and put it in the marble box in the back, that way we can make a record of your visit. We can let you know what's happening, and my wife's going to tell us what's happening as well. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's great to see all your lovely faces today. Um, well... Uh, I just wanted to say, I know the men had 45, but the women had 51. But the men are catching up to the women. <laughs> so ladies, come on. <laughs> we got to keep moving forward. Anyway, um, the women's, uh, I didn't mention it last week, but the women's, um, women's fellowship was wonderful. We had Sister Renee Gibson and Oh, so many women's lives are touched, and I'm going to be getting together with her. We are going to be having, in the future, um, some sessions for the women um, more privately for those who need to, you know, discuss things. They need someone to talk to, confidential meetings that we're going to have, and Sister Renee's going to kind of uh, mentor me on that. So uh, we'll be able to reach some of you women that really, she said there were people with issues and so forth that really need prayer and and, and guidance. So I just wanted to let you know that it was a very successful meeting. Easter Sunday is coming up, Sunday, April 17th, with our play Evidence, okay? And this play Evidence is going to show us through Scripture and through science that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is real. And we're practicing, and it's getting better and better as usual. So all of you come and invite all your friends and then, of course, at 12 o'clock, for all the kids, um, up through, I think it's uh, 17 or 18, we're going to have the uh, egg, egg, um, what is it, egg contest? Not a contest, but Easter egg hunt, that's what it's called. So used to having contests. <laughs> um, but we wanted to let you know that if you can, if you're able to, if you can park on the street on Easter, because we would like our visitors to be able to park in the parking lot. 
So if we can do that, we don't want to miss any visitors on Easter and them go somewhere else. So <laughs> that's what we're going to do. That, those are our plans on that day. The Mother's Day service is coming up, and I'll be speaking on faith's reward. Hebrews 11.6 says, but without faith is it impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You say, God is a rewarder? Oh, yeah. He's a rewarder, and he rewards big time. That's why he tells us if we ask the Father anything in Jesus' name, he'll do it for us. He's a rewarder. But we have to seek him, and faith is action. Okay, the Bible says faith by itself. I'm not going to preach right now. Faith by itself, if it is not a... <laughs> faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. So those... Two things go together. He's a rewarder. But we've got to have faith and we've got to have action. So we're going to learn more about that on Mother's Day. Um, and we're going to have a luncheon for the moms afterwards outside. Everybody's invited, the men and the women. But we'll be honoring the women that day, the mothers. Yes. Okay. And then, praise God. Did I say everything? The service is at 1030. The luncheon is at 12 noon. Okay. Perfect. Moving right along, guess what we're going to be having this year for the first time ever? First time ever. Let's give God a bigger hand than that. This is a way for us. We've never done it before. We've never had the capacity before, but now we've come to the point. We're going to be having VBS. We're going to reach out to the kids in the community, so we need... We need all the parents and everyone here to support it by inviting kids to come, letting other parents know, whether it's in your family or friends, your neighbor, let them know because as we support that, more kids are going to be saved. They're going to accept the Lord. That's what this is all about, teaching them about Jesus. And um, the title of the Vacation Bible School is Mystery Island Tracking Down the one true God. And it's ages 3 through 11. Uh, we're going to have special added fun every day, snow cones, ice cream bars, cotton candy, and a 17-foot tropical water slide. So <laughs> the kids are going to have fun that whole week. It's just for four days. So let's just start praying and believing that that's going to be a success. Father's Day is coming up. Woohoo for our fathers! Yay! Pastor Chuck, that's June 13. Pastor Chuck is going to be speaking on the wisdom of a godly father. And we want to give honor to all the fathers. We'll have a gift for them on that day. And then we're going to have a pizza lunch for the fathers. So, everybody, bring your fathers. Come and enjoy. Holy Spirit and Fire Weekly Prayer, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. <laughs> and we praise God for that. We used to have prayer, we'd have two people there. But God is big, and we're believing for big things to happen, not just for the church, but for all of you. We're praying for all of you. If you ever need a prayer request, just let Pastor Chuck know. We'll add it to the list. People are, have testimonies on things that have happened. So 
it's not just you praying alone, but it's joining in with the church, the corporate body of Christ, uh, to bring down the power of God. Uh, I think we have an average of about 10 to 12 people right now, so it's growing. So that's great. Tithes and offerings. Place your tithes and offerings in the box at the back table. You can give online at newheartforyou.com slash giveonline or mail a check to 380 Covina Boulevard, 91722. And watch us on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you so much and um, hope you enjoy the message today. Ron and the team. Your arms, from my life, from 
I feel the rush deep in my chest. I feel that mercy falling down. Just as I am, you pull me in. I need, I need it all you and I. I run to the Father, fall from the grave. Die with the hiding, no reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend. I run to the Father again and again. I run to the Father, I fall into grace. I'm done with my hiding, no reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend. So I run to the Father again and again. Father. Amen. When you have trouble, what do you do? You don't run to someone else. You run to the Father. He's always there. He's always ready to hear your plea, your cry, your petition. He's got ears open to hear your cry. Amen. Isn't that good news? Amen. I, I, just, I just love the Lord. Do you love the Lord? I, I feel His presence here right now. Do you feel His presence right now? Isn't it nice to be in the presence of the Lord, not to worry about what's happening on the outside, even in your own situations in your lives? You just like put them aside and say, okay, Lord, I want to be close to you. I want to worship you. I want to be one with you. Jesus said in John 17, 20, 22, he said, the glory that I have, I've given to you so that you may be one with the Father. Amen. The glory of God is residing on the inside of us and is with us and he wants to be with us in every situation that we face. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen? So today, we're going to have a scripture reading, and a little surprise, we have a uh, dramatic scripture reading by Brother Don. No. <laughs> Good morning, saints! Hallelujah. Man, I can feel him. Can you feel him? Ooh. The scripture reading today, if you have your Bible, is found in Hebrews 4, verses 1 to 2. That's Hebrews 4, 1 and 2, not 3 and 4. 1 and 2. All right. Therefore, since a promise, say promise, promise. remains of entering his rest. Amen. Let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. Ooh, for indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. Glory to God. But the word which they heard did not profit them. So sad. Not being mixed with faith. Oh, I feel faith in here. Amen. Faith. Say faith. 
not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Oh, hallelujah. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Hey, 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 brother, don't stop now. You were going good. (laughs) God woke me up. Okay, yeah, let's go. So we have to know that the word of God, the promises of God that were given to us, we mix it with faith just like they did. Amen. They didn't receive the promise, and that's because they didn't believe God. Sometimes you have to just believe the word that's spoken to us, receive it, and watch it come to pass. Amen? Amen. That's what faith is all about. So let's pray right now. Let's, let's bow our heads and pray that the Lord would speak to us and give us revelation in his word. Father, I just thank you that as we come together today that we will receive your word. We'll mix it with faith, and we'll see the power that's in your word, be manifest into our lives, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The title of today's message is The Power of the Living Word. And what Don was reading was uh, a rest that comes for those that believe in God. What kind of rest are we talking about? (laughs) Eternal rest. We're talking about the rest that we have to knowing that God loves us. How many of you know you, you need to know that? Some people think, well, I don't know if the Lord loves me. Oh, he does. He loves each and every one of even the vilest sinner he loves. He doesn't love what they do, but he loves them. Rest for his provision. Sometimes we worry at night, oh, how's God going to take care of me? How's he going to provide for me? We have to believe and have rest to know that he's going to do that because he promised it to us. If the promise is out there, if his word is out there, we have to believe it. Amen? Lest we don't don't receive it. He, and we have to have a rest in that all that he's planned for us will come to pass. Amen? He's not sitting back going like, well, I hope you make it. <laughs> I know you're struggling now, but I'll see you when you get here. No, he's with us all the time and all the way. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to use the word of God to develop our faith. Are you interested in that? Yes. Well, let me introduce you to two Greek words. You didn't know you were going to have a Greek lesson today, did you, when you came to church? Well, I'm not going to make you a full-on scholar, but we're going to look at two Greek words. You ready? The first word is logos. You ever heard of logos? My wife said yes. Okay. (laughs) Logos means the written or spoken word that you read or you hear. You hear the word of God or you read it and you go like, oh, that's really nice. But if you don't act on it, guess what? Nothing happens. Rhema is when you put that word into your heart and you let it direct and guide your life and it actually speaks to you and through you when you need it. Have you ever listened to somebody on the radio, like Pastor Chuck? No, I'm not on the radio, but I was so, so thrilled. I was talking to uh, Sally Bustamante and her daughter came in from Idaho and they, I said, are you able to listen to the videos on Facebook? She goes, yeah, we, did a, we binge watched the other day. I go, that's pretty cool, huh? Just put on, you know, new heart, new heart, new heart again, new heart, new heart, new heart again. (laughs) To what? Build up your faith. So then after you hear it and you're out on the street, somebody will come across your path and you'll have something to give to them. Amen? Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. If there's nothing in there, there's nothing to flow. You know, if, if you run out of gas, guess what? No, it doesn't matter how much you press on the accelerator. It ain't going anywhere. No. 
you got to put some fuel in there, baby. Okay. So let's look at this. A lot of people, and I, when I was being raised in, in my good old Catholic tradition, I had the Catholic Bible on our coffee table, and we looked at it every day, just the cover. We didn't, look, we didn't go inside. <laughs> and so it looks good on the nightstand, like here's a picture of it being on the nightstand, but you got to open it up to put what's on the pages into your heart to make it come to pass. Amen? Amen. So uh, if you, uh, let me, let me uh, skip over here. Well, it's, let me show you that picture of that guy that, that's been working out. See this guy here? Now, I'm going to tell you something surprising. We're, him and I were very similar. Yes. I have every muscle that he has. I wasn't short-changed, shortchanged on any muscle. I have the same amount of muscles that he has. Did you know that? What's the difference? He's using them. He's working out. Amen. He's exercising his faith. The Bible says all of us are giving, given the measure of faith, but we got to use it. We got to exercise it. Now, here's me on the bench press. Do you see the difference? <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to fight life's battles with a little bit of exertion. Hardly any exercising at all. We're wondering, like, well, how come things are happening to me? Well, you got to exercise your faith. you got to build up your faith in the most holy God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So most of, <laughs> most of us, we have exercise equipment at home. Don't we have exercise equipment? Like, like we, have, we have one of those walking things. What do they call it? Uh, treadmill. But a lot of us use a treadmill like this to hang our clothes on. We walk by it every day. Yeah, I need to work out. I need, I'm going to work out. When? Tomorrow. <laughs> and then when tomorrow comes, it's the next day. Amen? We have to force ourselves. Tell yourself, get down and read your Bible. You know, what I, at least what I do is I have the Bible open on our, coffee t on our kitchen table. So every time I go to the refrigerator, guess what? I can get a chance to read the Bible. And I go to the refrigerator a lot. So <laughs> they say you're supposed to eat six small meals a day. Well, I eat six meals, but they're not all small. But I'm working on it, praise God. <laughs> so an example, let's see the example in the Bible of Logos, slide 53, Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does what? And does them. You know, you hear the... You hear the the, the scriptures, you hear people preaching on the radio or on TV, and you go like, yeah, I, I'd like to have that in my life. But if you don't do anything, he says, if you do them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. When you hear the word of God and do it, you are wise, and you build your house on the rock. So when the storms of life come, you're steady, you're steadfast, you're immovable. You're not moved by what's going on. You're saying, I got my God, I got my promises. He'll make it come to pass. Amen. You know, my son, he, he, he watches me, you know, and he, he sees where I don't get moved, I don't get shaken, I don't get, you know, uh, caught off guard. Let's, let's look at Psalms 112, uh, Anthony, uh, because he said, Why, Dad, Dad, you're too stoic. You know, we got trouble. We got a fire in the house, and you're just calm. What, what are you, what's, what's the problem here? 
<laughs> this is the reason. Psalms 112, 1 and 3. It says, blessed is the man. That's you. Put your name in there. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in, delights greatly in his commandments. Oh, let me look at the Bible. Let me see what he's telling me to do. Let me see what he's talking to me about. Oh, I delight in your law to do your word. Delights how greatly. Not just casual. Oh, let's see what the Bible says today. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love your neighbor. I don't like my neighbor, but anyway. I heard one, I heard one guy said, I'm just an entry-level Christian. You know, I'm, just, I'm not trying to go all the way. I'm not trying to love my neighbor or hate my, or anything like that or love my enemy. I'm just entry-level. Please, give me a break. Okay. Who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. And look what some, God slipped something in here. He says, wealth and riches shall be in his house. What? Who, is God preaching the prosperity message? I don't know. It's in the Bible. We can't take it out. He said, wealth and riches shall be. He didn't say maybe, hopefully. I don't know if it's going to work or not. You know, I went to a business meeting with some businessmen. And they got together, and they were successful. I wasn't that successful at the time. And so they were going around the room and said, what's, what's the, the uh, reason for your success? And so two of the guys who were really successful said, Joshua 1.8. And I said, you're kidding me. Joshua 1.8 says what? Meditate on your word day and night, and then you will have what kind of success? Good. That means there can be some bad success, Right? Good success. Things will work out for your good. Things, things, things will happen. You may look like things are not going right. You just hang on. Watch God work. He's working behind the scenes. He's going to make it work out for your good. I was telling somebody the other day, I hit bottom at least twice in my life. Twice in my life, I had zero bank account. I had zero possessions. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, but I remember my wife. I remember we were moving to another house, and I made a mistake on on the timing. And so they were still fixing my house that we were going to move into. And so, all there was just a dirt floor, you know, cement floor. And I go, well, baby, I guess we're just going to have to sleep on the floor. And I thought she would like say, well, is this what it's come to? <laughs> she just curled up. Got next, side, next to me, said, I believe in you, honey. I go, oh, I went to sleep so happy. Amen. God is with us. I can remember one time, you remember when we went on an anniversary? I think it was our 12th anniversary. And I don't count the anniversaries, I just want to tell you, because I feel like you're supposed to be married for life, right? 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. What are you clapping for? It's okay. You're supposed to be married for life. Amen. Why are we counting? I, you know, to death do you part? Praise God. So anyway, it was our 12th anniversary. We wanted to celebrate it. We wanted to go to Palm Springs when it was a nice Palm Springs. And, <laughs> and so we looked on the internet. We found a hotel that we thought we would be good and meet our expenses. And so we went there. Oh, Lordy, it was a Cracker Jack box. Again, my wife cuddled up to me and she said, Baby, it'll be, it'll be better in the morning. And so we got up, and it was during 9-11. So we went to this, we went to, what's the name of that place? I can't remember. But 
Renaissance. We pull in, and there's all these guys that look like they were the, uh, in, the, in the English, uh, whatever you call them, guard. They're all standing there in their white coats. We pull in, they take our car, we go in there. I go, uh, sir, um, I'm in a little bit of a bind. This is my anniversary, and we can't find a place, but we don't have that much money. We got about 100 bucks. What can you do for us? I, th I thought he was going to say, like, turn around and go home. <laughs> he said, and this is the favor of God. He said, right, we have the honeymoon suite. Uh, we'll give to you uh, for $100 since nobody's there. They had, a jacuzzi, they had a pool jacuzzi. I mean, we could swim from one end to the other in the hotel room. We never left the hotel. We went downstairs. We had a great, why? I didn't give up. I didn't, my heart. Let's see, uh, go to, uh, let's see, uh, I think it's 17 or 18 in uh, Psalms 112, please. There you go. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast. King James is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid. You don't have to worry. When you got the word of God on the inside of you, when it's rhema, when it's alive, it'll speak to you. It'll tell you where to go, what to do. Amen. You're not alone in this world. Praise the Lord. Now, Jesus, well, let's look at slide uh, 55. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. Did you know that his words are life in you? It causes you to do things, causes you to go places that you didn't know you were supposed to go. It causes you to ask people for favor in certain situations that you never thought you were going to get. Amen? You know, um, we had a friend that, uh, we, we told him about a house. I mean, we told him how we got our house. We went in, we couldn't find a house. We didn't have enough money. But we went to this one house, and my dad helped me out, helped us out. But we went in there, it was a short sale, and so people were trying to get the house, and we went in there, we met with the, uh, uh, oh, no, the owners, just happened to get into the owners, and they said, we like you guys, we're, we're going to sell it to you and nobody else. We go, praise the Lord, you know. <laughs> so we told this to our friends, and guess what, they couldn't find a house, then they went, looked for a house, and he was able to get and talk to the owner, and guess what they said, come on. Can you fill in the blank? Guess what they said? We like you. We want to sell to you. Amen? What? God knows how to turn people's hearts and lives in your favor. Okay, so it's alive, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword in slide 56. It's alive, it's living, it's powerful in you. Can you feel the power in you? Okay, so you're able to say things that God wants you to say. And this is what Jesus told his disciples in slide 57. He says, when they bring you to the synagogue and the magistrates and authorities, don't worry about what you're supposed to say. The Holy Spirit will speak through you. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. We have a new friend in Joshua here. And Joshua is amazing because he studies the Word. He listens to the Word. He helps us, you know, set up chairs here. And uh, while he's doing it, he's listening to the Word the whole time. Yeah. Amen. And so when you ask him something... He just kind of sits there for a minute, and then he starts, the, the, whole, the Word of God comes bubbling up on the inside of us, inside of him. He says, I don't have any, any fit, uh, training, you know, technical training on counseling, but I just wait to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, and I just speak it out of my mouth. Amen. And it's such wisdom. Don't you want to have that? Yeah. 
When people come to you, you want to be able to say something that will help them, encourage them, put something, put some fuel in your tank. Praise God. Now, uh, yeah, the Holy Spirit will teach you in that hour. In that hour. Uh, I want to look at, now, here's the problem. I want to get over with you on this one. You know, there, we, we're tempted every day. Did you know that? Yeah. Do you know what the, there's only three temptations that you're facing. Did you know that? Okay, good. Glad you're here today. <laughs> lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Three. That's only three that we have. That's what the devil tried to get Eve on. Three things. Look at the fruit. She said, hmm, looks good. Better taste good. And it'll give me, you know, I'll be, we'll be over the Lord. We'll be better than the Lord, right? So we see there, she saw that the tree was good for food. That's lust of the flesh. It was pleasing to the eyes. That's the lust of the eyes. And that it was desirable to make one wise. That's the pride of life. So what did she, so now when the devil came to Jesus, three, same three temptations. Said, if you just uh, t- turn these stones into bread, that's lust of the flesh, right? He said, or if the kingdoms that you see here, I'll give them to you. That's the lust of the eye and uh, something else, and it's the pride of life. But Jesus, when he answered him, first three times, the first two times, he said, it is written. It is written. But then on the last time, he said, it has been said to me in my heart, devil, this is what, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Wow. Don't you want to have something rise up on the inside of you? Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's where meditation comes in. That's where confessing comes in, to believe in your heart. Speak the word of uh, the Lord to you. In slide 50, I'm almost done. I got got kind of excited, but I wanted you to hear all these things. Slide 60, what does it say? This book of the law (laughs) shall not depart from your mouth. What does that mean? You're supposed to speak it. Talk it. Should not depart from your mouth. But what are we saying? Oh, come on. Oh, the world's a mess. I don't know what's happening here. I, I, I'm in desperate situations, you know, how much I had to pay to, to fill up gas today. I had to get, take a bank loan to get it. You know. <laughs> this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it whenever you feel like it. Once in a while. Only when you need it. When you feel like it. Only in the day. Only on Sunday. How often? Day and night. Amen. That you may observe to do according to all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Why don't you try it? Try it. You'll like it. Slide 61, James 1.22 says, But be ye what? Doers. Doers, doers, doers. When I saw the word of God when I first got saved, I said, I want to do it. I can't do it, though. I got a flesh. I got a mind. I need help. Amen? I remember I went to the pastor, and I said, Pastor, I, I, I got a problem. I'm in church, and I'm looking at the ladies, and I'm not thinking holy thoughts. What, 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 what should I do? Am, am I possessed or what? No, no, he said, what, what's happening here is your mind is on, you know, a, a, a track. And what you have to do is you have to take that track out, that cartridge out of your brain, clean it up, put some Word of God in there, and then put it back into your mind, and then you'll have some good thoughts. 
I go, oh, that's easy enough. So that's what I did. And I said, I'm going to look at ladies from the inside. I'm not going to look at their outside. I don't care what they look like. I want to say, what's the beauty on the inside of them? Isn't that what girls always say? Why can't you just see the beauty on the inside of me? So that's what I did. I started looking at the ladies for the beauty on the inside. But there was one problem. They weren't there yet. So they thought I was, you know, scoping on them, you know, because I was being friendly to them and helping them. And they said, oh, I, this guy's being pretty nice to have as a husband. I said, oh, no, no, we're not going there, okay? But <laughs> my mind was clear. My mind was clean. My ma- mind was free. I wanted to do the word of God. The Bible says, know how to possess your vessel with sanctification and honor. I had to possess my vessel in sanctification and honor. I had to clean my... Then there's a scripture that says that the blood of Jesus cleanses our conscience from dead works. I wanted to do the Bible. I wanted to be holy. I wanted to have clean hands and a pure heart. I wanted to do all, everything that God wanted me to do. I didn't want to just try to get by. I wanted to be uh, pleasing in his sight. Amen? And when you do that, when you put it in your heart, things happen. Now, if you don't, if you don't try to do that, guess what happens? If you don't listen to the Lord, if you don't do what he wants you to do, let's look at Ezekiel 20, and I'll show you some things. Now, Richard brought this up to my attention. I said, why are you, why are you bringing that up to me? Anyway, it says here, <laughs> you ready for this? Uh, the Son of Man... The elders were coming to God. They wanted to inquire of him. They wanted to talk to him and ask him for some direction. He said, Son of man, speak to the elders of Israel and say to them, Thus saith the Lord, Have you come to inquire of me as I live? Saith the Lord, I will not be inquired of you. What's he saying? Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear your request. You don't do them anyway. You go out and you have these idols and you do these crazy things. You don't listen to me. Now you want help? Can you believe the Lord saying, thank God we have Jesus as our mediator. Thank God that we're not held accountable for all that we do. We just ask for forgiveness and we get forgiven. But can you imagine God saying that? Sometimes you wonder, why aren't my prayers being answered? Are you trying to do everything that God's called you to do? Praise God. And the last scripture, I hope I'm encouraging you. You are? Okay. All right. Slide 66 says, my son... How many sons and daughters do we have out there? Give attention to my words. Pay attention. Hearken. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all your flesh. I pray that I have encouraged you to follow the Lord with his word, that you'll see power in the living word, and that he will change your hearts and your lives that you may be glorious in his sight. Let's just take a moment and rest in the Lord. Father, I just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your word to us, that we can just have clean hands and a pure heart to come to you, to be able to pray to you and receive wisdom from you in every situation that we face, knowing that, Lord God, that you have a plan for us, you have a way of, of, of bringing us to the place that we are supposed to be, to, have be, to be victorious in every aspect of our lives. We thank you, Lord God. Amen. Let's just rest in the Lord here. Let that, let that presence come upon you. Look in your own heart and see, Lord, where can, I, where can I firm it up? How can I be better for you, Lord? What have you spoken to me that I need to obey?
Thank you, Lord. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So you might say out there, I have never accepted the Lord. I haven't even asked him into my heart in the first place. So if that's you, all you have to do is just speak out. He's forgiven us of all of our sins. Just say, Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you he died on the cross, paid the price for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be Lord of my life, all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.